0: Hello out there in the Potoverse. Welcome to Weaver's Circle, the interview podcast for the Weave the Tale Twitch channel. I am your host, Spence, and on this show we will be talking with the channel's game masters, casts of the game, and the designers of the games that are being played. So this episode on Weaver's Circle, we have someone who has been mentioned in all episodes prior to this one, but we have yet to talk to. Uh, he is the creative chaos agent behind penny for a tail and weave the tail mitchell wallace
1: hi mitch hello Uh, i'm just happy to be here
0: (laughs) i'm glad you're here um so for those people who are not familiar with you as a gamer or a game master um give a quick introduction of who you are
1: Oh, snap. Okay. um, so Quick introduction. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> I am Mitchell, uh, also known as Pity for a Tale on the socials. Uh, I enjoy horror TTRPGs. That's probably my specialty, but dang it, I dabble in a lot of other things. I've uh, been, gotten into TTRPGs really seriously about three years ago during the first PAX Unplug convention that uh, Mr. Smith brought me to. Uh, and ever since then, it has been a wild journey where I cannot get enough of the TTRPG community. And it's uh, books. I consume it like I consume donuts.
0: Yes. Yeah. So um, we have known each other for a couple years now. I can't yeah. believe it, but it's oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, and so you have this you are like a, a lantern in the middle of a dark swamp and all of the creative people around you are the moths. Well, no, <laughs> we may not be the moths. We may be the bats that are eating the moths, but you know, um, so what causes you to um, pick out these people and say, Hey, I want to continue talking to you about RPGs and stuff.
1: Ooh! Oh, that's that's. I know it's hard. Yeah, that's that's a toughy, tough question. I mean, I um, I really like friendships. Um, I am a social butterfly most of the time, and when I when I first see someone, and especially like creative people Uh, i i'm probably more like the moth drawn to creative endeavors um just because i i get really excited uh i'm an enthusiastic cheerleader by nature um and so when someone comes along and they're like i'm a creative person i do podcasts uh or i make ttrpgs or i um make art i get super excited and I wanna spend every waking moment uh trying to to have that light shine on um the communities that I'm a part of. As well as awesome. others. Um so I, I guess it's really just that. Like I I get really excited and, and creative people are amazing and I, I love being around them. They're they're people I admire and look up to
0: So you start you. Edit this part out, Spence, because you are
1: Amazing. my brain is
0: not my brain is not here. So take from that what you will.
1: Perception check to find it?
0: <laughs> it's in my butt.
1: <laughs> Dennis.
0: Um so if I don't edit this out, um <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious so this is this is spence and mitchell uncut
1: <laughs> yeah uh oops i don't know <laughs>
0: well i mean because you and i have been friends for for a couple of years mm-hmm. uh we have played a lot of games together a lot of very interesting games where i've been your gm you've been my gm we've both been players for somebody else that poor person oh, God. uh
1: <laughs> yeah what was that monday where we were
0: <laughs> oh god uh where where i was the famous person uh-huh. and you were um a journalist slash sock stalker
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah that yeah, good
0: times. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what game was that again
1: <laughs> oh that was pulp cthulhu uh oh yeah pulp yeah. cthulhu in space yeah.
0: Yeah, um, so when you make your characters, do you always aim to be an agent of chaos? <laughs>
1: um, so when I first, I, I when I first got into this community, I was on 4e, uh, and that was in 2012. But for the most part, uh, earlier in uh, my luxurious career, um, I was LARPing. And the kind of the the LARPing rule, uh, because the GM is not there to kind of spice things up, is spice things Mm -hmm. up yourself. Uh, So I think a lot of that uh, has a heavy influence on the type of characters I I make. I kind of assume that the GM is just there to look at the uh, drama and uh, excitement that us as players are creating before them. Um, and yeah, I, I think that just kind of goes with every design of every character, that that kind of assumption. Um, and so, yeah, that, that ends up being, uh, very chaotic and, uh, I hope fun to watch. Uh, I know it's fun for me to play, uh, characters.
0: <laughs> and your characters are definitely memorable. And I think you've influenced some of my um proactiveness in gaming um where like if if there's silence and nobody's making a plan and i have a dumb idea i'll just throw out the dumb idea and see what catches
1: exactly like ttrpgs are are the the one place where you can have a dumb idea and and not suffer any real consequences um and, and heck i do love a dumb idea uh, they are interesting and, and funny. And when you're watching a, a movie or, or reading a, a story, uh, a lot of the most dramatic and interesting moments were brought to you by a dumb idea. Um, and, you know, uh, I think dumb ideas really are just a matter of perspective. And you should just go with it and, and follow where it takes you because, you know, it's just going to be interesting.
0: Right. So what is your favorite dumb idea?
1: Ooh, uh, one of my favorite dumb ideas. Um, I
0: say dumb ideas, but I don't actually mean dumb ideas. I mean something that is very out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, we were playing a game of um, scum and villainy, uh, and I was the weapons expert uh, and I had a feeling that we were about to be ambushed, so I gave my uh, companion, my compatriot and fellow uh, crew member, um, a item that I call the communication box. Uh, little did he know that this was a grenade that I had uh, the button to explode, and so when we were ambushed, uh, he being the talker, Uh, went up to the enemy and started chatting and of course that didn't work out but hey the backup plan as my character exclaimed from way far in the back was let us go or i will blow you all to kingdom come uh which the talkative person was like what i thought it was a communication box and i said no it's a grenade and i have the button um, so that's, that's definitely one of my favorite, uh, silly dumb moments, uh, that I enjoyed play out because it was such a twist because I, I had told the GM what it was, but no one else knew. Um, and so having that moment come up was, was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the best one that I've done was accidentally, accidentally, quote unquote, uh, feed <laughs> my party hallucinogenic mushroom.
1: <laughs> oh was this uh we were
0: making we were making omelets and i got <laughs> mushrooms so i put the mushrooms in the omelette
1: <laughs> oh i hope there was combat just after that because that would make some hilarious fights
0: we went through a forest and it was like babes in wonderland just going Ooh, look at the pretty <laughs> colors <laughs>
1: Uh, see, I would have loved to have seen that in Lord of the Rings. I, I definitely feel like a Hobbit would have snuck in some some mushrooms just to see what right. an elf would do. Or or maybe a dwarf. Like both that'd be crazy.
0: Yeah. Um so what games are you currently uh excited about right now?
1: Ooh, um I just got the physical copies for Lex Arcana, which is a game uh, set in like ancient Rome. Um, That is really fun. It has a really unique dice system, which I encourage people to to check out. Um, Hopefully you'll be able to see this on Weave the Tale in the future for a one shot. Uh, Another one is I just got out of, which is a meeting with the producers of Change Stars, um, which is this amazing um take on the sci-fi genre, uh, where my favorite part is I got to play an otter when I I play tested it. Um and anytime I get to play an otter, I am I'm happy.
0: Anytime you get to play a critter, let's let's be real. The <laughs> otters are so cute. But otters are very cute. But both times that we have played um The Witch is dead, you have been super excited um i've i've heard you have played a rat i remember yes. you playing a rabbit and i think you were playing a blue jay at one point or something like that
1: uh i don't think a blue i don't think i've been a bird yet i'm okay. hoping one day uh, yeah i've always just been rodents which i, I think yeah. might just be me gotcha but yeah, um, I, I love uh, anytime I get to play a, a cute animal, uh, I am. I'm all for it.
0: Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah. Well, cute in general. Um, we have talked before with a couple of other um, GMs about being extra on screen. And mm-hmm. I think you also do an amazing job of bringing that extra visual um, portion to any stream that you're a part of. Whether you are the GM or player, player. Um, you you really bring it. You like improvise some makeup. And a costume. And you get like the mannerisms. Of your character down. Um, and I just. I really love that. Is that something that you have. Built up as. As a skill set over time. Or is it just you like playing pretend and dress up
1: yeah um i i remember uh when i was larping uh dressing up and standing in front of a mirror and trying to like figure out different mannerisms and uh how how i would approach certain topics uh like that face response Mm -hmm. and i i think that just kind of goes into um what, what i do on stream um and i think a part of that is just like that enthusiasm and excitement for for every little scene that i am interested in um i, I people have said i kind of glow or, or light up um it's true yeah i i'm just i'm so excited uh to to be a part of it um and and i remember for the 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 witch is dead one of the the last show i i did the makeup was actually causing me so much pain um i was literally crying uh, about oh, no. halfway yeah half half of the show i was in tears um but i was just so happy to be a part i just like uh you'll see me like rubbing my eyes in a creepy way and that was just me trying the whole trying to hold it together as whatever was up with the makeup was like causing me a lot of pain Um, that
0: sounds like an allergic reaction
1: yeah that's what people have told me and i've been very careful about like whatever i i I had my friend put on my face like oh no um yeah (laughs) but yeah it's just everything goes goes into it um and it it just excites me
0: (laughs) do you have a favorite dye?
1: Ooh, yes, I do. I am a huge fan of the D12. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, City of Mist actually is a, a 2D6 system, like uh, most powered by the apocalypse, but they did a cool thing where instead of a D6, they just switched it to a D12 and had mm-hmm. the 1 through 6s kind of doubled. Um... And I love that because D sixes, I think, are overrated. They're okay. I don't like rolling them, but you roll me a D twelve, and I will be happy, no matter what is on uh, the the die itself. Um, so I'm always excited. D twelve, all the way.
0: Yeah. I just <laughs> I haven't asked anybody that question yet, so I figured I'd ask you.
1: It's a good, um, good question.
0: Yeah. So. Obviously, weave the tail has. Uh, by the time this air airs, um, weave the tail has just uh, started up their spring lineup.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, are you excited uh, by the the teams that you brought together and the games that we're getting to highlight?
1: Oh yeah! Every every game that we have on weave the tail this season, I have personally gone out and and sought them. Uh, and hope that we would work together uh, and I'm, I'm in such love with the content that the creators produce and I'm really glad that I can put uh, these cast members who, who work very hard to, to make this such an engaging and, and beautiful story um, together parslings is, is really fun and I'm actually a, a player on that and, and watching Anna do her thing is is so fun and I've I've been super stoked about being in one of her games uh, so I'm very excited about that but uh, call in for black void and black void is is really a, a treasure of mine because I've been working um, with the creator for for some time. Um, mm-hmm. kind of helping the boost the signal on, on that game. And so seeing that come together and, and grow, my my dream is to see all these amazing creative TTRPGs out on a table every time I go to like a, a store uh, post-COVID. Um, and this is just kind of all, all part of it.
0: Now, how are you fitting your writing uh, into your <laughs> schedule? Because you... Uh I don't know if people know but you are writing quite a bit for several <laughs> different games if I if I understand it yeah.
1: correctly. <laughs> I I just finished uh a good portion of my writing uh like Fragged Empire second edition uh the quick start. Um I am doing stuff for Shadows over Soul. Uh I will be doing stuff for Black Void too. Um Right now, I've tried to knock out as much writing as possible for some of my own projects. Uh, The most prominent one I can't announce yet, but definitely keep an eye because we hope to announce it uh, on the second quarter. Um, And then my own project, which I've been working with a lot of the amazing people from Weave the Tale um, with, which is Nurture Hope, a a game about um, kids who kind of gone through a dramatic uh, moment in their life and are trying to return to their families um mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like this lovely optimistic game about people watching out for each other uh kind of in the same vein as stand by me um i love being a part of these worlds and and writing and uh honestly i probably don't get enough sleep uh, as much as, as as i think the listeners can um uh, relate to um mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think if in in life, uh, a lot of um, a lot is asked of, of people on a day to day basis. And when you can find something that you smile about sacrificing something for, uh, whether it's a loved one or a passion project, um, you can kind of the the three hours of sleep you get are, are better than the the 10 hours you would get otherwise. Mm
0: hmm um so by the time this airs Mm -hmm. another thing that will have aired is a little project that you and i worked on uh almost a year ago (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about
1: is it can i can i do the theme
0: the the not your cousins uh ghost hunt theme
1: yeah yeah well i i, I was th- i was thinking about the the influencer which is like am i doing that right i don't i don't think so i'm trying to I think have
0: no idea what you're talking the, about The
1: ghostbusters theme right oh
0: right 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 yeah the okay what, what yeah is you it? could it it is it's
1: doo-doo-doo-doo, there <laughs> you go <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> a lot Christmas
0: of fun yeah Um, so have you, um, created a game, uh, like that before, or was that your, um, your first time just being like, I'm gonna help Spence make this thing.
1: That was my first time, and I, I really enjoyed the the mishmashing of potatoes that turned out to be a very lovely uh, thing of mashed potatoes that I will eat and consume, and it's amazing. Uh, and It's I'm... a
0: casserole, damn it.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> casserole <laughs> or lasagna, all of those mm, good things. Yeah, no, good we're layers. Making... Everyone's getting hungry now. I'm uh... getting
0: hungry now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. No kidding, uh, but yeah, that's um, a lot of
0: fun. Yeah, uh, I hope a lot of people will will be able to um, to play that. I and the other thing is, I hope to bring it to Penny for a Tale, which is your yeah. baby.
1: My, my was, little baby. Where I Shall we, baby, the, shall I we talk about your baby? Yes. What, what do you want to know about my baby?
0: So you started out by doing a whole bunch of one shots. Yeah. Um, at one point, did you, did you say, you know what, I need to do a few campaigns and I need to, I I need to have a longer format.
1: Yeah, it actually came because I started this whole thing because Mr. Smith, um, uh, said because I, I read all these books that I should actually like play and run them. And I was like, that's a good idea. And my hope was to, like, be the person who looks at his TTRPG library and be like, yeah, I've knocked most of those out. There's probably, like, one or two I haven't, but uh, I have played these games. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I went out and started doing all these one shots, and then it came to a point where I ran out. Um, And so I was like, okay, so campaign time now. And uh, (laughs) a part of it was, like, campaigns allow you to explore a game. Uh, in a different way than a one shot. Um and I was very excited to explore that. And I, I think the first campaign I did was Cult Divinity Lost Black Madonna was I, I think that was the uh, the first one I ran on the Penny for a Tail channel. I
0: thought it was the Oakwood Heights one.
1: Uh well that was a, a one shot. That was like a, a two two shot I shotter okay. I believe. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the the real, so, yeah,
0: black Madonna.
1: Yeah, the the first the first one. Um, and which is actually uncompleted. Uh, I know in, in, it's incomplete. So yeah. we need to finish that. Oh
0: man, we killed <laughs>
1: Wes. Y'all did. It was it was such technically, a technically
0: he killed himself, but
1: it, it was a terrifying and riveting tale. Uh, and you guys were so close to the end um, that I felt like the, the end of the horror movie left everyone like, what just happened? And can I see more? And the director's like, maybe not. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, that was awesome.
0: In that game and in others that I've played with you as the GM, you do gore and horror very well. Um, so quick content warning for, for my listeners, I am going to ask Mitchell what his favorite torturous thing that he has done to a player is. And if you are sensitive to that, you may want to silence the podcast or skip forward for like two (laughs) or three minutes. Okay, Mitchell, (laughs) what is your favorite torturous thing that you've done to a player?
1: Oh, so, um, I'm actually going to pull from a time when I was a player myself, um, and we were playing an alien game and I, my character had, uh, become panicked, uh, and Mm -hmm. so when the alien was off, like, mauling someone else, uh, I went over to my fellow, uh, Uh, colonial crew member of of sorts and i just kind of plunged my thumbs into his eyes uh and rendered him uh, unable to go anywhere as i kind of left him to 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 die um i think it was part of a mercy kill but it was it was truly a, a horrifying and terrifying moment um Another one I, I think is definitely one that you were a part of, Spence, uh, during the Gordian Solutions, the the mini run of that, uh, where your character was on the uh, the chop shop, uh, so to speak, on the operation table. Oh, in the, oh, yeah. yeah, and
0: you took my so. <laughs> there was an AI that took my eyes out. <laughs>
1: yep,
0: and and then I could I got paralyzed and could not. Like, I was like, I need medical attention. And they're like, we're going to recycle you for body parts.
1: Yeah, uh, that was, uh, whoo, that was, that was fun and awesome. And honestly, the people involved were, were so cool about making it such a horrific scene.
0: Yeah, it definitely was. Um, It was a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was so scary. <laughs>
0: Do you like torturing your friends?
1: Uh, <laughs> I like, I like horror moments. Uh, and so mm-hmm. watching my friends gasp and terror uh, definitely feeds the old eldritch soul that I think I have, but who knows? Yeah.
0: I think the worst thing that you have done to a character of mine, other than the chop block one was mm-hmm. taking my hand, uh, yeah. in black Madonna And it's been a running gag that the one handed character is the one that's driving stick shift. Yeah. And like, does not let anybody else drive. I'm always the driver. I got this. I got this. I don't care if this is your car. I'm driving.
1: Yeah. I don't need no hand to drive.
0: (laughs) I'm going to use my nub. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, which, which, like, it, I feel it in such a a personal way because uh, I remember being a teenager and being very unsafe by eating in the car while operating stick shift. So having a sloppy BK burger in my left hand and trying desperately to shift and and turn uh, oh my with my Lord. right. Uh, <laughs> definitely, if you are watching this, do not do not do it. This was stupid of me. Uh, yes, but I do remember it.
0: <laughs> Mitchell, what? it is always a glorious time getting to talk to you.
1: Oh um, likewise.
0: So what do you what are you participating in this season?
1: I am a player in parslings. Uh, which is a really fun game where we have like these uh, parasitic uh, parses, uh, and we have these words and magic. And I have a twin, which is so cool. We bought a costume together, uh, so that will be really cool. And I will be guest appearing on the Noada Chronicles as well as Captain Gentleman. yeah we're talking suave mitchell so hopefully that will be cool um
0: i think you'd be cool yeah uh and then what about on penny for tail because yeah
1: yeah so tell
0: me about the glooming
1: the glooming is uh an alien campaign that i am am uh, producing and, and GMing in, uh, for, four, it is about a, a group of individuals deep underwater, uh, past the twilight zone, um, and, and on a foreign planet. Uh, and so you can imagine the terror that will happen. I'm a huge fan of movies like, uh, the sphere and, um, uh, a few others that I, I can't really, uh, pick out of my brain right now but water in the ocean has always been a terrifying and glorious place setting to to have and i'm excited to explore those moments uh tonight which is actually the the second episode the other yeah yeah, i know right i'm so excited They they have been great they're actually local players uh that i i met the the main guy from the local game store no land beyond um Mm -hmm. The other campaign we have is a sponsored by Riot Minds, uh, a Thrudvang uh, TTRPG, uh, specifically their Snow Saga campaign. So hopefully by the time this airs, we are in full production mode for that. And I'm really excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of um, influences, in my opinion, from uh, Hellblade Was Sacrifice, which is one of my favorite all-time games. Uh, and I'm really excited to explore that that dark Norse and Celtic mythology.
0: Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well, Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me on Weaver's Circle. And we will catch you all next time. Thank you to our guest for joining me for this episode of Weaver's Circle. Be sure to check out their social media links in the show notes and tune in live for their game. Weaver's Circle is mixed and produced by Spence of resonantmoon.com. Weaver's Circle is owned by Weave the Tail Gaming Channel and its parent company, Penny for a Tail LLC. You can reach out to the podcast and find out more about our games at pennyforatale.com Music in our intro and outro is Fearless First by Kevin MacLeod, used with permission. Weaver's Circle is created under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, for international license you can download it and share it just don't change it or sell it remember today is a good day to roll some dice thank you for listening